Come on. Hello, dear listener. Before we get into today's show, quick ask. If you find value in today's show or you've gotten value out of a previous show, please leave us a quick five-star review. Be super grateful. Thanks a lot. Welcome to Money Savage, Savage Approach Personal Finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Mikkel Thorup. Mikkel, are you ready to do this? Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me here yeah, today. Excited to have you on. Mikkel is the host of the Expat Money Show. He is a number one best-selling author, and he is an expert in expat money issues. I'm excited to have you on. Mikkel, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So I started this quite a long time ago, and I think that's part of my story. I have to go a bit further back than most people, I would say. But when I was a child, um, I was diagnosed with a learning disability. So what happened was the teachers and the resource teacher and the principal, they pulled me out of my class and they sat me down and they said, Mikkel, Mikkel, things don't work quite right in your brain. Mm. And what we want to do is we want to send you to a special school for special boys. And that's what they did, George. Every day for three years, I got on a little white bus and I took the little white bus across town and I went to this special school. But the only problem was it was actually not a special school. It was a regular school with a special class. And you know how kids are. Anytime someone's a little bit different, they they don't feel so comfortable. And kids can be mean. So I got picked on a lot. I got bullied. I got in fights. And I didn't like school very much. Right. So I went to there for grades four, five, and six. And then I went back to my neighborhood school after three years. And I thought, wow, this is going to be amazing. I'm going to be able to see all my friends and, you know, get to know everyone again. And they're going to be so happy to see me. But... <laughs> Once again, you know how kids are, and you know, I get back and they start whispering, oh, where did he go? Mm. Oh, he went to some, some retard school, mm. you know, 1980s, totally politically correct, very sensitive sure. children, some retard school. Right. So that's what I got. So grades seven and grade eight, I started failing, and then they'd send me to summer school, and then I started failing that, and then I got into high school, and then I started failing that, and I just stopped going. And at, at 12 years old, I just really stopped going to school. And at 15, I had officially dropped out and I never went back. But I started traveling internationally, not short after that. And when I went overseas, I felt like I felt like I belonged. Like I felt like I really found my niche. And, you know, it's been 20 years since then. And I've really never stopped traveling. Um, started traveling as a teenager and now I've lived in eight different countries I've visited more than 104 105 countries somewhere around there um, currently I'm based out of Panama and I've always had a very libertarian view of things I've always been working to legally pay zero taxes um, I've been doing the residencies the offshore banking the offshore incorporation for my businesses and several years ago I decided that's what I actually wanted to do for a career for a living. I had a background in digital marketing at the time. And uh, I took a lot of my experiences from my 20 plus years of traveling and exploring and I put it into the business. So 15 months ago, I took over escapeartist.com, which is the oldest and largest offshore website in the world. Huh. Um, we get several million people a year who come on and read our stuff. And uh, yeah, it's a real legacy brand. And I'm very honored to 
to steward the brand forwards and we're seeing massive gains and massive uh, improvements in the site and it's been unbelievable what you're telling me that that people are, are interested in learning about how to leave the United States right now that's 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 hard to imagine <laughs> crazy how could you ever think that <laughs> so what um, what a what an awful way to uh, to, to have to deal with jerk kids grades four five six and then you get back and you're like oh it's gonna be great get to see Billy and St- Sally again but then they're a-holes kids are very mean but it, it started you on a on the path that that that, that you ended up on and you, you probably look back on that as a blessing absolutely and I also look back at it and think to myself I'm actually very proud of myself I'm proud at 12 years old that I knew that it was wrong for me yeah it might have been great for other people, but for me, it was not a good experience. I didn't learn well in that experience, and I didn't thrive, and I decided to peacefully remove myself from the situation. So I'm quite happy now looking back at that. Obviously, my parents and friends and things like that were not supportive at the time. Right. Like, how, how do you be supportive of, you know, this is early 90s, 80s <laughs> time, and your 12-year-old doesn't want to go to school anymore? Um, but no one could force me to do anything. And as an adult, um, I've never replied well to force either. Yeah, fair enough. All right. And what, uh, you, you were in the United States. You, you don't mind me asking what uh, state were you living in? Actually, I'm from Southwestern Ontario. So this was Canada. Okay. Got it. All right. Got it. And that sets you on the path. And this, this notion of, I think we're probably cut from the same cloth. I don't really like to be told what to do. I don't know that anybody really likes that. It's just that some people are not willing to put up with it. And this this libertarian attitude um, or ethos that that you had or you developed, how and, and and that has sort of led you into dealing with the financial aspects of this. Where where where, where do you think that came from? I think that I've been interested in finance for a long time, but more than just finance, I really enjoy entrepreneurship. I love creating things. So building the business around a lot of my interests has just been so fascinating. Um, I think that any time that you're able to build something and put your own experiences into something and help others with that knowledge, um, I think it's just a real joy. Uh, I just love creating things and I'm so humbled that people are interested to hear what I have to say and to read my writing or listen to my podcast or anything like this you know it's, it's just an amazing experience yeah for sure it is an awesome thing to be able to uh, to express yourself and earn a living at it and help people to get out and do things that they probably never thought possible because you demystify it for them because Mm-hmm. Uh, it just in, in the prep work that I was doing for the, for our conversation right now, I was like, well, Hmm, that's really interesting. How would I even go about living outside of the United States or, or, or w- w- wherever it is that people are living? So, so what is that starting point for, for people? How, 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 how do you coach them to, to even get started? Well, I think George, that everybody somewhere tucked away in the brain. And I don't know if people have told others about it or not. But I would say that most people in the world have, you know, one special place that they've always dreamt of visiting or living in or moving to. Now, you know, maybe you've told your spouse, maybe you've not, maybe you've spoken to it with your brothers and sisters, your folks, I don't know. But I bet you it's there. 
So my invitation to you would be just give it a try. You don't have to do anything drastic like sell all your things, get rid of everything, quit your job and and leave. But I mean, there's still lots of opportunities to take an extended holiday, go to a place and then, you know, spend three weeks, spend two months (laughs) and check it out. You know, this isn't like vacation. This is, you know, go get an Airbnb somewhere fully furnished, try to make some friends, eat the local food, see do you like living in a foreign country? Do you like living in a place where you don't learn, you don't know the language? Does it excite you to learn the language? I mean, for thing, for me, things like this do. I, I do enjoy this. Um, I like the differences. I lived in the Middle East for more than eight years, and I loved it. I thought it was just so fascinating to see a different culture and have different food every day, that every one of my friends was from a different country, um, you know. My daughter was born over there. I, I met my wife on an airplane going to Germany. She's from China. I'm Canadian with Danish heritage. We got <laughs> married in Africa. Nice. Um, my, my daughter was born in Abu Dhabi, and now we live in Panama City, Panama. So, I mean, that for me is normal life, but for, that's cool for me. I like that. I enjoy that type of stuff. Um, all our friends are from different countries. I mean, if that stuff interests you, give it a try. You know, what is the worst that can ever happen to you? Yeah, that, that's, that's, that is legitimate field research right there. Um, it, you ask, what's the worst that could happen to you? My, my, my brain went in a million places, but I probably don't need to answer that right now. Because uh, probably it won't be that bad. Um, but that's I think that that's awesome advice right there. Because there's probably a lot of people who are listening that are <laughs> very much creatures of habit and and like certainty and like knowing where everything is and like going to their grocery store and certainly parts of me like that too um but yes take that initial first step and and go live somewhere and actually figure it out because you might love it and you you might absolutely hate it all right so let's assume that i like it uh and, and let's assume that for whatever reason i'm interested in actually living outside the united states then what Well, then it's really dependent on the individual because there's just so many different ways to do this. We work with tons of digital nomads who often do not have residencies in the country that they live in. You know, they might spend three months in four different countries throughout the year. And the majority of the visas that you'll find as a tourist will hit anywhere from 30 days to 180 days, but you can say the norm is probably 90 days. Hmm. So you can basically come in under a tourist visa with your your US passport and stay into the country and do your work remotely, which is going to be so hugely popular going forwards with everything that we've dealt with with COVID. I think this is gonna be a big paradigm shift in the entire world. And your cost of living is going to be considerably less or can be considerably less. Um, You still get to find your favorite grocery stores and your favorite restaurants and everything like that, but it doesn't have to be the same one that you went to when you were a kid. You know, we have new favorite places that we go to. So digital nomad is one option and you can travel as fast as or as slow as you like. And, and as I said, that would kind of go under the, the tourist visa. But what we often do is we do more of the expat model. So we actually move to a country, uh, get a residency there, and we use that as a base. So take my UAE example. I lived in Abu Dhabi for almost, for about eight years, 
And while I was there, I would travel out and I would go to all the neighboring countries. We were only four or five hours away from Europe, so we'd fly to Europe for a long weekend, you know, maybe six hours to Switzerland. I'd go to Switzerland. I probably went three dozen times to Switzerland. Um, and I do like a hub and spoke model. So I think this is a good way to do things as well. Um, for a residency, it's really dependent on the country that you want to go to. Some countries do a work permit, so you have to be employed by a company. Um, a country like Panama has a visa called the Friendly Nations Visa, where if you are from one of 50 countries in the world, one friendly countries to Panama, you can get a visa here. I think it costs about $5,000, uh, plus a little bit extra for each dependent that's under you. And you put $5,000 in a bank account to show proof of funds. Once you have your residency here, you only have to visit the country one day every two years hmm. to keep it active. There's no additional fees. There's no additional anything. And after five years, you can actually apply for citizenship, which would earn you a Panamanian passport, which gives you visa-free travel to 141 countries, which is not quite a tier A passport, but it is a very, very, very strong tier B passport. This also gives you access to the Schengen area and countries that the U.S. does not give you access to. And having a backup travel document is never a bad idea. So those are kind of a couple of examples on how you can actually live overseas. And I probably have three or four that I can come up with, but it's always going to be dependent on the individual because there's no real hard and fast rules with these types of things. It's, it's who you are and what interests you. And, you know, if there's a will, there's a way. I know that's cliche, but it's, it's really true. Yeah, no, I appreciate that very much. So is there is there an amount of money that somebody really needs to have or ought to have to to begin this process is it for affluent people or can anybody do it i started working in farms when i was 12 years old pulling the ragweed out of bean fields hmm. and saved up money um and then started working at a grocery store a couple of years after that so i mean when i started traveling and living overseas trust me i had nothing i had no money um, I backpacked and hitchhiked for 18 months through Central and South America in like 2002. Um, I wasn't going to let money stop me from doing what I wanted to do. So once again, there's a will, there's a way. Now, obviously, I do quite well for myself. You know, we stay in five-star hotels and we fly business class. Um, but I mean, if I didn't have the money, I wouldn't let that stop me. And as for a place... Once again, to our example of Panama, I mean, $5,000 for a visa is about as cheap as you're possibly going to get. Like, that's an unbelievable deal. And cost of living here is probably one half to one quarter of what you'd find in the States. And standard of living is just as high. Like Panama City, they describe it as like Latin American Miami or just Miami. Got it. Nice. So you mentioned that it's it's sort of common to be able to get 90-day visas, and then you mentioned that after five years of um, of the the Panaman Panamanian model, you can actually become a permanent resident. Is five years normal? So what happens is on a tourist visa, you'll never become a permanent resident. Once you actually get permanent residency, after five years, you can apply for citizenship. Five years seems to be a pretty typical time, but many countries have different time periods. Some are seven, some are 10, some are never. Like for example, the UAE, 
I lived there for eight years. I could have lived there for 800 years. I would never become a citizenship. Hmm. I would never become a citizen. They just don't offer that. Um, countries like Japan are an exceptionally long period of time. There's also some countries in Europe. Um, and then there's another thing that is called citizenship by investment, where you can actually become a citizen. That means the ability to live, to work there, to vote, to have the tra travel document. You can actually become a citizen of some countries in two months, three months, depending on how good your lawyer is, and that's with an investment. Those ones, they start at usually around $100,000. To go to your question earlier about affluency, I mean, if you want to become a citizen of a Caribbean nation, I mean, in a couple of months, that's possible. Uh, and an investment is investment in the citizenship as opposed to investment and getting your money back. Got it. Nice. Make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it certainly does. It certainly does. <clears throat> All right. Um, and obviously... There are a million different moving parts, and it's all going to depend on what your personal situation is, what your interests are, how how much you want to be moving around versus if you're just falling in love with one place. And, and, well, and, and your tax situation as well. Mm. A lot of people will do these things for tax optimization. Like we do a lot of legal tax planning, and, and let me just come right out. I am not, uh, I'm not a CPA. I am not a lawyer. I work with the lawyers, I work with the CPA, so everything that we do is above board. We follow the letter of the law, we don't mess around at all. You have to be extraordinarily careful and cautious um, with these types of things, so we always check, double check, um, and we work with experts in these fields. Are there, I, I, I imagine, well, are there attorneys and CPAs that are well-versed in all of these countries, or do you find perhaps a firm that will employ experts that understand all the, all the just individual countries kind of both you will have international lawyers who will work in the offshore markets and do things like asset protection mm. now if they're building the trust in belize versus nevis versus uh cook islands or something like that they're probably going to know and understand all the nuances of that now you're unlikely to find a lawyer who is going to have the knowledge for every type of visa and program and be able to do all of those. But they'll work with local registered agents, and that's what we do. Um, we have a bunch of different lawyers that we work with, different firms, and then we'll work with the on-the-grounds registered agents. And I think this is a good opportunity for people because, I mean, if you just go on the internet and start searching for things, there's a lot of dodgy people out there, and you don't know the reputation of who you're working with so you have to be really careful, especially when, as we mentioned earlier, the taxes and things like this, because the, the penalties for um, putting some strategies into place that might not be above board are more than just a slap on the wrist. Like you can talk about tens of thousands of dollars worth of fine, in some cases, possible prison time. So please, anybody who's listening to this, work with a trusted individual, work with someone who is a professional and really knows what they're speaking about. And obviously I invite you guys to come and work with us, but if not with us, then please with somebody else who is going to do a really good job because don't mess around in these things. Amen on that. <laughs> well, Mikhail, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? 
Yeah, absolutely. Listen, I want people to understand that the world is a very, very, very big place. I've been traveling for 20 years straight. I've circumnavigated the planet more than 400 times and have been to more than 100 countries. People are inherently the same. And I really don't care if you are tall, short, fat, skinny, black, white, gay, straight, LGBT. It doesn't really matter. People are the same. They want the same things. They want a roof over their head, a warm meal in their stomach. They want to protect their family. They want to be loved. You have to understand that the world is a big place. We are all the same. So please get out there and see. You know, it's not a dangerous, scary place. And the United States and Canada are not the only free countries in the world. Actually, states doesn't even rank very high on a freedom score. I think it's maybe top 20, but it's certainly not top 10. And it's definitely not top three or top five. There are many countries out there that are a lot more peaceful, a lot more free. So anytime that you think that going overseas is going to be dangerous, it's really not the case. I've been to North Korea, I've been to Iran, I've drove around Africa, Uganda and Zimbabwe and all these places. And you will meet good people and you will meet bad people. But generally speaking, it is good people. In 20 years, thank goodness, I have never had any serious problems. I've never been mugged, I've never been attacked, I've never had any of those types of problems while abroad. So if you guys wanna travel, if you wanna live overseas, give it a try, do it. I really invite you to. I think it's an amazing experience. It helps you grow as an individual and I don't think you'll ever regret it. Like that is great stuff that definitely gets, come on. Come on. Mikel, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? How can they engage with you? Yeah, absolutely. Feel free to go to Amazon. You can pick up my book, Expat Secrets, How to Live Over How to Pay Zero Taxes, Live Overseas, and Make Giant Piles of Money. Super humble title, I know. Very <laughs> humble guy. Um, otherwise, check out my podcast, The Expat Money Show. If you go to expatmoneyshow.com, you'll find it there, or my writing at escapeartist.com. Love it. Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Mikel your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Pick up a copy of Expat Secrets at Amazon. Listen to the Expat Money Show. You can find that at expatmoneyshow.com. And then is it escapeartist.com? You got it. You can check out all the resources at escapeartist.com as well. Thank you again, Mikel. My pleasure. Thanks so much, George. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right.